Spring is here, and so is the L Certified by Lexus Spring Collection sales event. The perfect time to experience the peace of mind of an unlimited mileage L Certified warranty and complimentary maintenance plan. For a limited time, get 0.9% APR on IS, ES, and ES Hybrid L Certified models. See your South Florida Lexus dealer. Not all customers will qualify. Offer ends May 31st. Time restrictions pursuant to L Certified warranty and maintenance plan apply. See your Lexus dealer for details. Good morning. Good morning. Morning, Rihanna. Morning. (laughs) (laughs) This is Rihanna and Amy. Sue, are you on the line? Um, Sue? Sue? Mm -hmm. I'll send her a message. Okay, tell her to go back in. So um, these are this is Rihanna and Amy. Um, welcome to our show. Uh, we are pre-recording the show this morning uh, with the fabulous uh, Sue Cotter, who is joining us for from Ireland. She's an Axis Bars and Body Facilitator, a Reiki practitioner, and she is an ITEC personal trainer. Um, She studied physiology, anatomy, and nutrition. Uh, She facilitates access consciousness bars and one-day body classes and also does one-on-one nutrition, body communion coaching, and access bars and body sessions. Woohoo! And our subject today is out with abuse, kindness in. Um... So we are waiting for, here she is. Hi, Sue. Oh, you know what you have to do? Sorry, I know why. Okay. You have to, um, one second, here, I'll do it. Okay. There, Sue. Hi. Hi, good morning. Good afternoon. This system is fabulous, is it not? I was just talking Whoa. about you and all the wonderful Aww. things that you do. Did you hear well, it? Thank you. Yes, I didn't hear. No, I didn't. I was too busy uh, trying to get on the call here from Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've had a lot of firsts on our show. And uh, Amy and I have been having a lot of fun with it. And you are a very, very, very special first guest. Yes. So, Yay, I'm so excited. Yes, and, 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 you know, how wonderful it was that this came through with ease and joy. Um, mm. Yeah. Amy, you have anything to add about Sue? I know you guys have worked together and known each other for a while. Mm. Yeah. I have lots to add with you. How long do we have? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sue's um, an amazing body worker. Like, absolutely phenomenal if you're looking you know to create some change in your life and you're really you know i i, I always say about too like if you feel like you're uh demotified or you know feeling like life is coming on top of you or you know like there's no nothing is kind of exciting you or turning you on then you should probably go for a session with sue because she like is the best motivator ever like she <laughs> like magic with everyone you know and like she will like 
she's like the ideas girl. Like she'll get like a hundred ideas while you're with her around how you can create magic in your life. And um, she does have a capacity with bodies, an amazing capacity with bodies, and um, in communicating with bodies and knowing what um, beings and the bodies require, and um, and what they're asking for, you know. And I guess what today's show is is you know abuse out and kindness in, and it is all about you know being kinder to you and your body, and what are the ways that you are abusing yourself, you know, like. So abuse is like, um, it, you know, it can be, it can show up in so many different ways. Like, you know, abuse can show up when someone else is abusing you either physically or emotionally or sexually, but also can be the ways you abuse yourself, the ways you judge yourself, the ways you cut yourself off, the ways you don't include yourself in your own life. So um, it's a massive topic, you know, and um, I guess it's, Something you know a lot about too, Sue, right? <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for that introduction. That was just amazing. Um, yeah, it is a subject that I have looked at um, in, I suppose, really a lot in the past five years. Um, I chose to, um, you know, uh, I chose to kind of, you know, I suppose, become aware that something wasn't working in my life. Um, I was aware of it all my life. Um, and it was just like I get to a certain stage where I get a little bit of happiness or a little bit of joy, and then it was like, boom, gone again. And, yes, you know, all that, you know, plan would come back in again where there would be all the self-judgment, and that was always, like, hanging there. It was just always, like, cloud, you know, that self-judgment, not being good enough, um, how could I ever get happiness or be joyful? Um, And I think for me... And I know for me, the first, the first step that I took was acknowledgement. Yes. Um, I, I actually had this conversation with myself last night, and um, I interviewed myself. It's so funny, you know? <laughs> How does and, it get any um, better? And it really works, by the way. It really works to interview yourself yes. and record. <laughs> and to listen to what you've got to say. Um, for me, abuse is the diminishment of you and your body. Mm. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Right. And it's a devaluing of you, um, making you less than. And mm-hmm. um, Amy, what you said there is exactly, it, does, it can be you look at yourself and could then perpetrate it from somebody else, but you mm-hmm. can also perpetrate that abuse on you. Oh. Right. Yeah. And that is something that I got to that place last night and I asked myself what was the one thing that like really you know sang to me that got me to really step into more of me or step into the healing process um, yeah. and the, the one thing was acknowledgement yeah it's so and then you know until you're you're willing to acknowledge it it's, it's almost like you know, at least for for myself, it was that, you know, in order to justify it, you always kind of make yourself wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. you know, and once you're, you go there, like you say, it's, it's magic because then you realize there's really nothing wrong with you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's the one. There so, is nothing yeah. wrong with you. 
when you say acknowledgement, you're saying acknowledge how you're treating yourself, acknowledge the ways that you are abusing yourself. So that and also, so when somebody says to me, acknowledge it, and my first port of call was acknowledge it. Does this mean I have to tell everybody? Does this mean I have to out everything? So that was probably one of the biggest fears with me. It was one of the biggest stops. It was one of the biggest limitations. And it was like, no, I'm never going to do that because that is like, that's somewhere I wasn't willing to go. And acknowledgement now for me is when you can go to someone or some place that will be a support, a support space where somebody, and it doesn't have to be someone you know, it can be, where somebody can actually be a space and just be that space of listening mm-hmm. and for you to acknowledge what did happen or what has been happening. For mm-hmm. you to just be in that space of no judgment where somebody just has a platform for you to say, here you go, now let's do this. In a kind and a, a non-judgment space. Yeah. And that for me, I found that. And I'm, you know, sitting here, I'm so grateful and I'm so lucky that I actually did find that. Um, and I saw, as I chose to, to be in that space, it got me to unravel the, the places where I was hurting myself, where I had pain, um, yeah. where I was judging myself. And I, and I got to, to unravel this. And you know what? It wasn't even hard work. <laughs> it was challenging. It was uncomfortable sometimes, but I really got the more uncomfortable it was, the more I wasn't willing to acknowledge or be aware of what really was true for me. Um, yeah. yeah, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah, that is huge. So do you, you know, I think... It's my interesting point of view, but on this planet, you know, we're kind of like almost encouraged not to talk about it. Yeah. But, you know, and, you know, and you, that's how you get yourself to not even, is that one of the, you know, pushes to, to get yourself to not acknowledge it to yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's the silent thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Silencing the minimizing it, the excusing it, the justifying it. You know, if it's something yeah. that's if it's actually, you know, something that was done to you like uh, you know, like some someone, you know, uh-huh. in a way like that we we what we do, you know, we minimize it, we justify it, we excuse it, we excuse the other person, you know, and like you said, Rihanna, that that's what can be done on this planet, like, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and like you said too, it's like uh, so when you know when you said just acknowledge, acknowledge what's going on or what has been going on or what you know mm-hmm. what's going on in the past or what's still going on. When you talk about acknowledging it and, and actually finding someone you can talk to, you know, like you said, doesn't have to. You don't have to go out on you know and announce it to the whole world. But even if you have the one person you can speak to, he's not going to judge you. He's not going to minimize it. He's just going to be there and be a safe to you. And yes. I just want to say the other part of that is like 
and um, when you share something with someone who can't receive it, that's mm-hmm. always right. feel unkindness to you and to the other person. So you always want to ask, you know, can this person receive this before you share with mm. someone? Yeah. Yes. Um, so this is the, mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So that was the place. Very good point to bring up, actually, Amy, because that was the place that, you know, yeah, you can share with friends or family or, you know, as I said, a stranger. And that's where I got that, you know, when you do share it with somebody that can't receive that, it yes. is an unkindness to you and it's an also an unkindness to them. So what I chose was I chose to go to somebody that was um, someone that was acting as a professional in this area. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. You know? And, and, and Sue, it, it, it's, you work with some of your clients with this mm-hmm. issue? Yes. So yes. Yes. It's, a, it's a very vulnerable space for them. You yes, know, how, how, you know, because you're a body worker, so the body holds mm-hmm. a lot of this stuff in place. Mm-hmm. How have you found yourself, you know, uh, as a way to approach them, to allow them to open up if they desire to work on this? Yeah. Or, do, mm-hmm. or, do, or do most people, you know, that you come you know, already with the desire to work on, on their abuse issues. Yeah, that's funny, actually, because most people, they will choose, they will come to me for, um, you know, mostly what I do is I use a lot in my own business is the access consciousness tools, the uh-huh. body processes and the bars. So that's the main, the main modality that I would use in my business. And, and the tools, um, most people are choosing to come to to me for you know with a with a, a problem for maybe their present from today situation from today, and right. as we get to be in the session together, number one, and I just choose to be so present with the person, um, and you know I listen to their bodies, right. and it's like they're you know they they talk about what's going on today. Um, and that, that leads us, it's like stepping stones, that leads us to get to a place of where this got created. And, you know, nine times out of ten, it is back in childhood. Um, where this got locked in at a level in their body, and they have been running their lives and creating their lives based on that as their foundation. Yeah. Yeah. And you know? How mm-hmm. do you find, like, the, um, so, you know, access is a lot of, like, body processes. How do you find that working with your clients? Well, for for me and my own body, access consciousness, body work, and the bars has created a phenomenal space and life and living for me. Um, mm-hmm. Using it with clients, I see people after one session get so much space in their bodies from what they have allowed leave um, leave their bodies. So they get to get a space. They get to see a different possibility. They get to see that they don't have to live like this because most people that come to me think this is the life and this is the way it's going to be forever. 
Right. Um, when they get that space, they it's almost like a ping goes off in their in their in their in their head, and it's like, oh, I can have something different. And for me, I will confirm to them, yes, you can have something different. You can have a different way of life. You actually can have joy. You can have ease. It's not just for a few. Everybody can have this. Yay. Yeah, it's like when the, body, when the body actually receives that kindness and that caring and that space and that ease. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's like the cells, the cells, the cellular memory that has stored all, you know, all the hardship and struggle and abuse. They start to yeah. change. And it's mm-hmm. like the stop, like, doesn't exist anymore in the cells. You know, it's actually mm-hmm. wiped away. When the cells start to come alive again, it becomes very difficult to go back into those old abusive patterns. You know, it's Absolutely. like when you experience the kindness and the caring, it's very hard to, you know, to go back. Yeah, absolutely. You know, with the body work and with the bars, it's like it works so powerfully to actually eradicate the abuse from the body. Exactly, yeah. So how how wonderful, when you talk about space, because a lot of people, you know, don't understand what space is. But, it, it, you know, it's almost, it's wonderful that you're working with these people because you're conscious of what's going on with their bodies and allowing them to know that that space is like a freedom, right? Like a, a place where they can create something different. Exactly, yeah. It's a place yeah. where they, they get to see that, you know, something else can be chosen. Yay. That you actually have choice here. That it's you know something that I I read in a book about two years ago that I keep I keep with me and I pulled it out today to look at it and yeah. it's one of the best explanations that I've it's one of the best things that I wrote that really matches the energy of what we're we're talking about today. So okay. I'm just going to read it here because I have it next to me. So. Thank you. If you're unwilling to be aware of the abuse you experienced, and if you're trying to exclude it or forget it or make sense of it, it will actually run your life. The willingness to become aware of past abuse creates a space where you can choose how it affects you. Wow. Wow. That is powerful. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so you know, it, it, this body of work is wonderful, you know, and, mm-hmm. and you, uh, you know, I honor you for choosing to work in this area, which mm-hmm. is such mm-hmm. a gift to every, to the whole world, honestly. Mm-hmm. And, um, and once you get past to, to that space of acknowledgement, you know, going beyond the abuse, uh, what helps? What helps you to keep the clients in their focus of of moving forward? So for what? me, um, using um, number one, becoming present to what is. And I guess, yeah. you know, when that was said to me first, I was like, how do I become present? How do I do it? You know? And it's like it's not something that's regularly talked about in other people's lives. It is for me. It's something that's regularly a conversation between me and people that I work with, um, you know, me and you talk about presence a lot. Yeah. Um, and me and my partner, we talk about the presence. He, he always says, you know, there's never a problem when you're present. 
Mm-hmm. And it's funny, you know. So the thing for me is that, like, you know, with, with clients, I talk about, I also talk about, you know, when you are present, just don't forget to breathe. Because as we have stuff locked in our bodies, yeah. and, you know, and it doesn't mean that it's locked and it can never be unlocked. It can be unlocked. But when we have stuff in our bodies and, you know, when we've silenced it for a long time or, you know, through shame or regret or guilt, or we've never just been given the space to talk about it, sometimes we just forget to breathe. Yeah. It's like when it, yeah. when it shows up, because I see people in session here, when it shows up, it's like breathe breathing, allowing everything to flow and just allow this to out with as much ease as you can. So also with clients, um, I work a lot with questions. So mm-hmm. it's questioning and asking in that moment, using the tools of access consciousness, you know, when, for instance, like, you know, something comes up, you know, even in my everyday life, if it's something that's uncomfortable, the question that I use, is what am I not willing to be aware of here? And the minute I actually ask that question, it's like I become present. The minute that question, it's like a little little tap on my shoulder to say, hey, the minute I use the question, it brings me into presence, and then I start acknowledging what is going on in that moment. Instead of concluding or instead of running back to the past, or here mm-hmm. we go again, you know, because that was a regular thing for me. I used to be like, oh, here we go again. It's the same thing again. But if I my was the same thing, I would treat it the same way. And you just kind of go, keep going back in circles, right? Exactly. So it's just like this loop of here's the same emotion or here's the same thing again. Oh, I know how to treat this. Let's go judge yourself. Yeah. And, and, you, and I'll never get over it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll never get over that. it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's wonderful. Yeah. So that's that's something that I do um I see a lot is you know people choose which I, I also chose that was living in the past and thinking that I could never go beyond the past. And I was using the past to create my present life and my future. Yeah. So that one tool, you know, being present with you mm-hmm. right now uh, can really change all of your creations. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Like, yeah. for me, um, I would have never in my wildest dreams ever imagined that I would have a uh-huh. job. Uh-huh. You know, that I would have, you know, you know, I just thought I was going to be this girl that would have had the same life for the rest of her life, you know, she would do the same thing. thing. And now that's completely changed. Like, she just jumped, like, I said, you just jump, like, you create change at, like, the speed of space. Yeah. Right. Like, when you first, you know, within a couple of months, like, your whole life was turned around yeah. and different. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, well, you know, the vision that I get is almost, you know, you're walking around with all this 
well, actual baggage, you know, yes. in your body and in your being. Well, and yes. then, yeah, and then all of a sudden you create, you know, that space that you talk about, Sue, and yes. it's all of a sudden, oh, my God, you know, like I can mm. walk faster. I can do this faster. There's, you know, there's not all of that stuff holding you back. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to wait anymore when you're there. Yeah, yeah. Drop the exactly. Rock. There's a book called Drop the Rock. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what it is. It's like when you drop the rock, when you drop the floor, yeah. you would drop the, you know. And um, I really like the whole talking because, like, yeah, drop the story, drop the rock. And, you know, what comes with that first is the acknowledgement and choosing, choosing the acknowledgement, choosing to change it. And then once you choose to change it, you know, you yeah. drop the rock, you drop the yeah. story, you change it on a cellular level, cellular level in your body, and then you're yeah. able to go beyond and choose a different reality and choose something that works for you, you know? Yeah. Exactly. I want to ask you as well, too, so like, so say you, you know, like you talk about acknowledgement and then, you know, speaking to someone else and maybe choosing sessions with, with someone, you know, and choosing to get some body work done. So then, you know, so you're starting to, like, go beyond your story, go beyond the abuse, go beyond everything that's been holding you back. So, like, so now what? Like, now what are the ways that you you use to have more kindness to you? What, how are, you know, how do you implement that in your own life? And, oh, I love yeah. that question. Yeah, And I what love is that. kindness? What is kindness? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, kindness, <laughs> kindness to me is honoring you. Honoring you right. and including you in every decision, every choice. Um, and this is something that really became, um, it, was, it became so heightened for me being a mom of two children. Um, mm-hmm. You know, in this world, um, you hear a lot of people say, you know, you should put your kids first. And, yeah. you know, it's all about the kids. Everything should be about the kids. And I had chosen that for a very long time. Um, you know, giving the kids their dinner first and then me and I'm like, oh, I have no dinner. And it was like, yeah. you know, that was just something small. So what I really got to see was that I would hear my kids say things like, oh, mom, do you ever go for a massage? Or mom, do you, do you ever go and get your nails done? And I remember like saying to them, oh, no, because I had this, you know, I just thought like, you know, I'm a mom, my job is, to look after you two and I don't have time for any of that stuff so it was about it's about honoring and being kind to me so um a girl that I worked with a good number of years ago I remember she asked me a question what would be kind for you and I looked yeah. at her and I, she said what would be kind for you to choose and I was like oh I don't know and she said what yeah. would you like what and I was like I don't know I have no idea what I would like because I I never had known what it was like to just choose for me. Right. So she said to me, I'll give you a little, you know, a little thing that you can do. And what she said was pick somebody that you have so much love and kindness for, which was my daughter. And mm-hmm. I picked her and she said, now, what would be kind for her? What would you love to do for her in this 10 seconds? And the first thing that I came up with is, oh, I'd love to paint her nails. <laughs> and she said, mm. so go do that for yourself. Yeah. So yeah. I did. And it was just 
little things that you think are little, but they actually have such an impact on you and your being, your body, that it actually starts to retrain the muscle in in your brain to retrain the muscle. And it's starting to show you, your body, that what kindness is, that this is kindness and this is caring for you and your body, even if it is painting your nails. I wouldn't make that any less than, than a massage <laughs> because no. I love all of them. Um, so that's what I, I really got to see. And it can be, these tools can be so easy and simple. They don't have to be hard. And this is something that I really wanted to say earlier. And I know we're talking about things, you know, that, you know, that we use for kindness in our lives after we acknowledge abuse. But there is something that I've become aware of, in, and I'm studying a lot around abuse at the moment, and I'm working with a lot of people with abuse. And what I became aware of is that the one big fear for everybody is that they think they have to dredge everything up. They think they have yeah. to dredge every abuse. Sorry. So you don't have to do that. You don't have to bring up every incident. It's not about the blame. Or it's not about becoming a victim. It's about acknowledging what's true, how it has affected you, and knowing yeah. that you are not powerless. Totally. Wow. You are totally. not powerless. You are as good as anybody else on this earth. You are an infinite being. You are a person. You are as powerful as anybody here. And it's when you make your abuse, that cloud over your head, and you make it bigger than you, and you make it more than you, then you will always be less than. Wow. So when you acknowledge that you are not powerless, then you become aware that you can step over that hurdle. You can, and it doesn't have to be a hurdle. It can be just a stepping stone. Yeah. So, I think that's one of the beauties of, um, of access consciousness and the tools, and it's one of the things that drew me so much to it at the start. And so it's me, you know, using the tools is that, you know, um, there's no wrongness. Like, it's, it's about what's right about you that you're not getting, you know. And, the one, you know, I think the greatest judgment we do or the abuse we do is to ourselves and it's the judgment of ourselves that there's something yeah. wrong with us. You know, yeah. We all have this to be running our lives and you know, insidious point of view that there's something really inherently wrong with us. You know, mm. I know there was like it was just this constant thing that there was really something wrong with me. And when mm-hmm. I got the access and got the tools it was like the one thing that stuck out for me to start was what's right about you that you're not getting. And yeah. what if there is the wrongness and and you know, the thing about not making, you're not a victim, that's also, you know, one of the mantras of access is empowering you to know that you know. And it's yeah. all about you and empowering you. And there is no disempowerment of you. It's the, it's the empowerment of you. And I think, you know, with abuse, it's like a lot of it in this reality is that you are made a victim, you know, yeah. and that can really disempower you. And with the tools of access, it's like, um, um you know, and that's why it's so important to share as well. I think if you're going to share with someone, share with someone who's not going to make you a victim. Because that yeah. can really stick you. 
you know? Yeah. Share with someone who's just going to be a space for you of no judgment and, and be able to actually um, receive with the information and not go into, you know, who's, who's to blame here, right or wrong, you know? Yeah. Right. Um, and and you and you know it it it's interesting because I get this this um, kind of like picture like you know of of uh, of people who have been abused in any different area and it's almost like you're waiting for you to get over this to start living and well, and start the kindness of you right so kindness in itself. It, it can be a tool for you to let go of the past. Yeah. yeah. It, wow. I, 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 yeah. I just got that when you were talking a little while yeah. ago. I said, yeah. well, you know, it, kindness in itself can be one of the tools, you know, kindness towards you to allow your mm-hmm. body to let go of anything that you have stored there with more ease. So thank you for yeah. that. I had yeah. never. I'm- yeah. Thanks. Um, well, it's also like what you said with being a mother, like, you know, you're not shown, like, no, kind, we're not shown kindness on this planet, really. You know what I mean? Like, you're, as a mother, you're taught you got to take care of your kids. As, you know, as a, a wife or a partner, you got to take care of your husband. Like, it's always about putting someone else first. And there isn't a lot of kindness shown to us on this planet. And, you know, if you grew up in a home and you were shown that kindness, great. But if you know, if you're like most people and you weren't, then you really do gotta learn that. But yeah. you gotta teach yourself how to be kind to you. And like you said, Rihanna, it is a tool and it is a process. You know, it is. like for me every day I'm learning to be kinder to me. Yeah. I don't you know how that works for you for you ladies. Yeah, absolutely. And that is actually another question. That is another question that I use with clients and I use in my everyday life. What could I choose now that would be a kindness to me and my body? Yeah. So when a situation arises and we're always going to have, you know, things are always going to pop up, you know. As I uh-huh. said to another, another group of people, that, a group of ladies that I work with, I was like, you know, m- my point of view is that I'm aware that we can never be prepared. Mm-hmm. We can choose to be organized. We can choose to prep things as in, you know, you know, if we're if we're going off to go for you know a walk in the forest, and we kind of you know we get the awareness, oh, it could wait or it could rain, so you bring your rain jacket. Right. You know? uh-huh. And the thing about it is, is that like yes, we can be organized, um, but like we can never be prepared because we don't know what's happening or what's going to happen or whatever. We can just choose to be aware. Yeah. And. I attended a class recently and we spoke about, um, there was a lot talked about with safety and, you know, feeling safe and being safe. Mm-hmm. And one of, the, one of the things for me that I became aware of, there was always that, that um, energy around being safe for me as a child or as I got older, I just wanted to be safe. Mm-hmm. And now that word safe, it actually... Like, safe for me, if I was to put a picture on it, it's like I'm, like, um, wrapped up in something that I'm just, like, secure and safe, you know? Um, Whereas now, what I would use is that, you know, always choosing to be aware 
and to be present with my awareness. Because our bodies are sensory organs. Our bodies receive information. And if you're choosing to be present with your body and listen to your body, you will receive awareness, receive information. It's like the animals, you know, they receive information that, you know, maybe they're going to have a drought in the next few weeks. So they choose to receive that awareness and they may not just, you know, they may not go away and, you know, create a load of babies or they may not eat all the food because there's a drought coming. So they'll they'll, they'll organize something. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's what we are. We have bodies that are sensory organs that receive information. So I asked, you know, myself, do I ever need protection? No. And it's like once you keep present with your yeah. awareness, you will have that information. And you right. will know what, you know, you will know um, where to go or what place to be in. And, and it's just about having that communion or communication with your body. Like how many people yeah. cut that off? How many people yeah. just have a body and it's like, oh, we have a body. Yeah, right. your body is just like a, you know, just like a, what do you want to say, vehicle. It's like a vehicle. It's like, um, yeah, the word I was looking for begins with V as well and it's gone. I can't remember it. But it's just like a vessel. <laughs> So this is something that brings up something else for me is how I would have used food as an abuse to my body. Yes. Because it helps you you shut things down, right, Sue? Pardon? It helps you shut things down, the food? It helps you shut things down. Exactly. I actually thought you said it helps you shed thick stone. (laughs) 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 Maybe it did. Yes, it does. It actually gets you to numb your awareness. So for me, I would have become aware of something, you know, maybe something from my past or maybe something that I was aware of that was being created for the future or whatever it was. And instead of choosing to be aware or to be present with the awareness or just allow the information to come in, I would have used food to shut it off. To not have to you know? deal with it. And not have to listen, not have to be aware. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. And what are you like, talking about overeating or undereating or... Um, sometimes undereating, sometimes overeating. Um, sometimes, cho- well, a lot of the time it was choosing, it was choosing to put foods into my body that really wasn't a contribution to my body. Um, yeah. There would have been also maybe choosing to put alcohol into my body, which would have not been a contribution. It would have just you know, got me to the place that I wouldn't have happened to look at anything. Yeah. Right. You know, so, so, so it, it doesn't matter what it is, anything like there's nothing yeah. wrong with drinking or eating. It's no. a matter of when you talk about being present is in every moment asking, is this, will this, whatever I'm eating, whatever I'm drinking, whatever I'm doing, will this be a contribution to be in my body? Yeah. Is that, yeah. Or even asking, is that what your body is choosing in that moment? So, you know, I, I also work with them, um, a group of women that are looking to change their bodies and, you Uh know, change like it's, it's a weight loss group. And I kind of choose to um, kind of work with them in a different way. 
Um, that's really not what's done in this reality. You know, it's about losing pounds and, you know, pushing your body all the time. So they're actually starting judging to it. say that again. Judging it. Judging it, exactly. So exactly, Amy. So it's, um, you know, they're choosing to be kinder to their bodies. They're choosing to ask their bodies what it would like to eat. Like, you know, the other day I... Like, for, for me, I'm very visual. So the other day, I got this picture of an orange, like, just came into my awareness. And I was like, oh, an orange. So then I went and I got an orange, and my body was looking for vitamin C. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's funny how I would have chosen to eat very high-sugar foods before as a way to, you know, just, just to numb things out. Yeah. And now that I'm choosing to be present with my life, with my body, it's like, I don't crave those things. I don't, my body doesn't yeah. choose those all the time. It chooses it sometimes, but not all the time. So wow. I definitely see, and my body shape has completely changed, by the way. I definitely see how, you know, being present with what is, and that's, that's not always something that you can just switch and do. There may be a little bit more, you know, a couple of other things that you may need to incorporate into your life to actually, you know, to retrain the muscle to listening to your body. And, and there's plenty of things out there. And I did find anything that I had worked with, they were all, you know, such a contribution to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and got me to the place where now, using the tools of access consciousness, using the questions, um you know, listening to some shows or, you know, attending some classes and, you know, receiving the body work. Um, yes. That I do find that that really opened up um, a relationship between me and my body where I got to listen to myself. Because it's yes. only you know best about you. Yes. You yes. know, and, and, and you become... Mm-hmm. No, go ahead, go ahead. When you become empowered, and that's what, it, you know, you, you were talking about earlier, is that that's the difference that I see with using the tools of access consciousness, is that I became empowered to know that I do know best. Yes. You know? And, and you know, what I was going to say a minute ago is um, that anyone listening to this show, you know, today or in the future, that doesn't mm-hmm. know what access consciousness is, mm-hmm. uh, they can find more information at www.accessconsciousness.com. And mm-hmm. it's a set of pragmatic tools. And uh, one of the things that, you know, Sue, you've been talking about so often that I, that I totally so grateful for is the realization that the questions you know, like so many that you've given us today are magic. And just magic. a question alone can change, can start to yeah. change or change the whole situation. Um, mm-hmm. So I invite you all to look into it and, you know, create a different possibility for yourself also. Yeah. Um, Amazing. Yay. Anything yeah, else? Question. Anything else question. that you want to? Yeah. yeah. That's it, Rihanna. You just hit it there, and you know, the nail on the head. I mean, a question, like, it gives you so much more choice than just concluding mm-hmm. or just having an answer. So when you question, it, it mm-hmm. just ex- 
expands your world. It actually gives you so much more choice. Um, like, it's like walking into a room and something is going on in a room. And you walk in and say something like, oh, you broke the TV. Okay? And you right. point at one person and say, you broke the TV. So that's the confusion. Right. You walk in there and you say, hey, you broke the TV. Instead of actually walking in there and say, hey, guys, what's going on? What happened to the TV? <laughs> you know? So right. that's how, and look where that can go. Look at the lightness of the question. Yeah. It's, exp- it's, it's, it's very expansive instead of making everybody try to go into defense. Exactly. So I totally, totally loved our talk today and you have given us so much information uh but i wanted we only have a few seconds left i wanted to ask you if if you have anything going on that you want to share with the audience that they can tune into or where they can find you well online yeah i'm i'm on um you can find me on facebook nurture you with sue and that's my page it's also sue cotter I'm also on the Access Consciousness website. I do Skype sessions. I can work with people, you know, um, face-to-face in my, my practice. Um, yeah, and, and I do a lot. I share everything on my Facebook page. Um, so you will get all the information there. And, okay. um, yeah, so I'm really grateful, guys, both of you, Amy and Rihanna, for asking me to be a guest on your show your show is amazing. I've listened back to the other few shows, and they're amazing. And how does it get any better that we all choose to actually create something different on the planet and show yeah, that there is a possibility? Yeah. yeah. There thank is you, another yeah. possibility. You know? Yeah. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm very grateful to mm-hmm. both of you. Thank you for being here. I think that the yeah. recording has, um, yeah. has stopped. But I wanted to say okay. it was very joyful to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so glad I was on the show. Thank Ew. you so much. <laughs> uh, what a way to start my day. Thank you. Wow. Thank you so Yay. Thank you. So it's so gonna great. replay it's gonna replay yeah. again tonight at nine, okay, Sue? Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I'm gonna listen in. I'm gonna listen okay. in tonight. Well, All right. Have a great tonight day. At tonight at seven. Yeah, which is 12 o'clock your time. Okay. Yes. All right. I will listen to it tonight. Yeah, I I am going to be on. I'll listen at 12 o'clock tonight. I'm a a girl that will be up late tonight. (laughs) Okay, terrific. You can can get the recording as well, Sue. We'll send you the recording. Oh, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. You are wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah, you both are wonderful. Thank you so, so much. Bye-bye, darling. Bye, love. Bye. Love you too. Bye, love. Bye, bye, bye. Spring is here, and so is the L-Certified by Lexus Spring Collection sales event. The perfect time to experience the peace of mind of an unlimited mileage L-Certified warranty and complimentary maintenance plan. For a limited time, get 0.9% APR on IS, ES, and ES Hybrid L-Certified models. See your South Florida Lexus dealer. Not all customers will qualify. Offer ends May 31st. Time restrictions pursuant to L-Certified warranty and maintenance plan apply. See your Lexus dealer for details. Spring is here, and so is the L-Certified by Lexus Spring Collection sales event. The perfect time to experience the peace of mind of an unlimited mileage L-Certified warranty and complimentary maintenance plan. For a limited time, get 0.9% APR on IS, ES, and ES Hybrid L-Certified models. See your South Florida Lexus dealer.
Not all customers will qualify. Offer ends May 31st. Time restrictions pursuant to L-certified warranty and maintenance plan apply. See your Lexus dealer for details.